Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Good afternoon, everyone. This is Roberta of Roberta Inspires Omni Media. I am so, so excited to have you here today. Uh, you are just wonderful for being a part of the listening audience. And I certainly hope and pray that you're having a terrific day. It's actually beautiful here in Central Virginia. And we're so glad because, as you may know, along with so many of you who were actually uh, impacted by uh, the hurricane down in Florida and Georgia. Well, we got it in Virginia, too. We weren't expecting stuff, but here we are, and here's what we got. We got hit last Thursday night in a big way, Um, just in a big way. It was incredible. Power was out and is still out in some locales here in the area. Children are kind of just getting back into school after the um, storm uh, because areas were just, people had no power, so kids couldn't get themselves ready for school. And um, we're grateful to have survived it, and we pray for those who were in the direct line of fire in terms of actually just losing pretty much everything, their homes and, and their, you know, things that their personal belongings that, They'll never be able to get back. So we send up special prayer for them, and we're praying for you if you happen to be in that category of people. My guest today actually was in the the hurricane's way directly, being in the Georgia area, but uh, she told me she does have her power back, and we're so glad for that because that's a terrible, terrible position to um to be in so um i want to tell you what we're doing we finished up our um, recalibrate series and we're now on to another series which is transformed to harvest and i want to explain what that means and why we're there we're in what people know as a harvest season typically but in order to really reap a harvest A lot of times you have got to have a change of heart and a change of mind. You can't just go about things the same old way. It requires that you actually do some things differently. And so that's what it's all about. It's learning to be transformed by the renewing of our minds so that we can reap that blessed harvest that God has for us. So I'll be selecting guests for this month who can just, you know, contribute right into what we're doing with that. And, of course, our guest today is none other than the right coach and the editor of the Middle Georgia Christian Voice, and that is Joyce Glass. Joyce Glass, who, as I said, is down in Georgia dealing with all of that stuff that's going on. 
and um, she's back on her feet now, but she actually served as my writing coach earlier this year, and so it's an honor to have her uh, on. She one, was one of my writing coaches, and um, she's just doing all kind of terrific things. So I'm going to go ahead without further ado and welcome Joyce to Inspire Radio. Welcome, Joyce. Welcome to Inspire Radio. How are you? I'm doing great. Thank you for having me. Yes, and you have survived that horrible hurricane. You all were without power and all that stuff. Well, yes, that was not that bad compared to what um, we moved from Albany, Georgia, uh, last November. And, I, of course, oh, wow. I still have friends down there, and it's it's a disaster area right now from uh, oh. Albany, Leesburg, Dawson, the whole surrounding area down to down to the Georgia line, um, you know, it's a mess. So just be and praying for them. A lot of them are still without power. They have houses that are damaged. And more, one poor woman, her, the power came back on. Her house caught fire. And she also had homes in um, Panama City and some condos that oh. she rented out, and they were destroyed. So the poor woman has lost oh, all of her homes and her rental homes. So, you know, just... I, I feel yeah, blessed. It uh, just, you know, mine was a minor inconvenience compared to what they're, they're dealing with. But I, I know. I know what you're saying. I know what you're saying. Well, tell us a little bit more about yourself and your business and how you got, you know, in this direction, your your professional background, that kind of stuff. Just, you're interesting. So just tell okay. us what's what. <laughs> I sure will. Well, it... Uh, like many people, I had stops and starts, and when my son was young, I started writing as a kind of more of a therapy for myself um, through journaling and that kind of thing, and I realized I really liked it. And I dabbled with some short stories and stuff, and then got life happened, and I got distracted and went a different direction for a long time. And then in 2010, I was working with New York Life, and... I was doing pretty good at it, but it was not my strongest point, and I kept praying about it, you know, going, hey, is this God, is this what I'm supposed to be, or am I not just giving this enough time, or is there something else you want me to do? And finally, in May of 2010, I had this, what I call my come-to-Jesus moment. Um, (laughs) Dr. Charles Stanley was on, uh, I was watching one of his sermons online, and he was telling high school students, you know, if you, when you go to college, and they were, so he's talking to the graduates, when you go to college, you know, really seek out what God wants you to use, to do. He, he wants to use your talents and gifts. And he goes, if money didn't matter in the world, what would you? What do you get lost on? What really, you know, excites you and makes you happy? And it, that question just struck me because I was like, well, you know what? It wouldn't be New York life. <laughs> so I, I started praying. Yeah, I started praying about it and asking God. I'm like, okay, well, what do you want me to do? And, and you know, I love to read and I love doing Bible studies and I loved writing. And, and, and he, I really felt called to write. And so I started writing and I wrote my first devotional. Mm-hmm. It took me four years to write that first devotional. And then I did a second one. And now I help other people write their books and I'm working on a novel. And I've decided to okay. go towards 
fiction now instead of um, nonfiction for my personal for this book. I'm still going to write fiction, but right now a novel, you know, takes a lot of time, so I'm staying right, on that. Um, of course, as well, like you said, I'm doing Middle Georgia Christian Voice, so I'm kind of all over the place in my podcast. <laughs> Okay, okay. It all just kind of morphed out of that, you know. As I started writing and learning more, I loved to learn. Um, people started asking me, "Hey, how do you do this? How do you do that? Or what are you doing to do this?" And I started helping people, and I realized, you know, there's people out there that I'm a little further along than they are in the process of learning how to write. Maybe I could help them, and so I started helping people, and I love it, and it it does feed into my natural. Um, bent to be able to teach people, and so that is how the right coach was created. And then um, this okay. year I started the right the right hour the podcast. So it's just it's all kind of grown and morphed over time because of you know things that people have said and just things that I like to do, and that's how I got here. This is wonderful, and it's been a blessing to us that you've gotten here. Tell us more about some of the programs that you offer through the Right Coach. Mm-hmm. Uh, right now, is ju- I'm just doing private one-on-one coaching. Um, I did have something called the Right Academy that I will bring back at a later time, but with everything going on, um, I decided to put that on hold. So right now, I just offer one-on-one coaching and editing. If you just if you've already written a book. And obviously all of this is nonfiction. I do not edit fiction yet because I'm still working on that myself. But um, nonfiction, I'm very good at editing, helping coaching people, helping you through the process. I take you from, you know, the conception idea all the way to where it's ready to go to the publisher. And some people still like, okay, what does that mean? And that means you know, essentially I'm holding your hand and I'm taking you through every step of the way. And I offer some different ways to do it and, you know, what, and we see what works best for you and then we kind of get in a groove. You write, I edit, we meet twice a month and we go over what Mm -hmm. we've edited and what's going on and until your book is done. And so, you know, and then I also help with some other things like one client now needs some help setting up her website for her author website. So I'm, I'm helping her with some of that because I know how to do that. Okay. And But it's not something that I officially offer as a right. service. You know, it's something right. that I'm just helping her do. So, But the, my main thing is coaching and editing is what I'm offering right now. One-on-one um, coaching. With, mm-hmm. Right. And then with the Middle Georgia Christian Voice, if you're in this area, I'm always looking for people to write articles for us as well. So we're taking submissions as well as what the things that I'm writing for, Middle Georgia Christian Voice, too. So what is your primary website? And can they hear the podcast there? And what is the website for the Middle Georgia Christian Voice so they can submit articles? Okay. For the right hour and the right coach, it's the right coach dot biz. So W R I T E Coach C O A C H dot biz and don't forget the the it's the right coach dot biz okay. for the and you can find the podcast on there. It says there's a podcast tab. 
and you can see the different seasons. And then um, on the blog tab, you can also see the podcast. It should, they show up there as well. And then you can listen on the online, or you can listen on iTunes. Those are the two places I have them posted. So online on the website, you can listen to every podcast, or on the um, on iTunes. But the other thing uh, with Middle Georgia Christian Voice, it's mid m i d g a christianvoice.com. So that's mid m i d g a christianvoice.com. Dot com, And that is where you can find a lot of um, articles. Uh, there's faith articles. There's featured businesses. There's things about comedians. We have also got book and movie reviews because Middle Georgia Christian Voice is a, an affiliate of One Christian Voice. And so we are going to um, have, we have people on there, you know, you're going to see other articles from what we call the national news, and then there's an Atlanta Christian voice, so sometimes there's, you'll see Georgia news, and there's the middle Georgia news. So there's tabs for each of those, and you can see the different things. But there's recipes, there's um, faith stories that we're sharing, and like I said, featured businesses, and just things going on around the world, and that people are concerned about, and so... It's a great site to check out even if you do not live in Middle Georgia. You can see um, on there if there's a location, if there's a a Christian voice near your location because she does have 25 different uh, regions that we're in right now. And uh, check that out. Wow. Where exactly is Middle Georgia? What would you say constitutes Middle Georgia? I just, you know, it's just a question that came to my mind. (laughs) Yeah, and that's a good question. Macon to Madison is what we're saying for us. Um, you know, anything along the lines of Macon is considered middle Georgia because Macon, Georgia, is essentially the middle of the state. And so okay. and Madison kind of goes over towards the north uh, east side of the state. Um, so it's a good, it's a good range. And, and I'm in the middle. I'm on Lake Sinclair in the middle. And so that's part of why we're covering this area, because we're kind of in the middle. We're in the middle of the middle. (laughs) (laughs) This is cool. This is cool. James Brown Territory, Macon, Georgia. Um, Let's talk a little bit about this. Go ahead. I just was going to say, Elena Youngblood also is my marketing manager with me, and she and I have made a great team with Middle Georgia Christian Voice. We were loving it. She was born and raised in Milledgeville and knows um, God and everybody there. So it's been great working with her and a lot of fun. That always helps. That always helps. Where can we get your book? And tell us about the books that you've written and where we can get those. Um, The only one that's available online right now is I Need God, and it's on Amazon, or you can go to INeedGodBook.com. And you can, there's a link there that takes you to the Amazon link, uh, and you can learn more about the book. And so that way you can um, get it from there and learn, learn more about it at the INeedGodBook.com. But INeedGod is a 90-day journey closer to God because my whole heart when I wrote that book was so many Christians are 
lacking the power of God because they're not in a relationship with God. They are all right. going through the business, going through the um, motions. motions. You know, emotions. They, they go to church. They may even all read the their right Bible. Stuff. They may sit, yeah, sit there and listen to Christian music. They may be checking all the boxes of doing all the right things, but they're really not in a relationship with God, and they they're depending upon themselves for a lot of things that God wants to do with them and for them. And so it's about building that relationship, and they're real short devotional. Um, set up over 12 weeks. There's um, five in a week. And the last day each week I feature uh, as another Christian, and they're just everyday people, nobody that you know famous or anything like that that you would know their name. It's just people I knew who had been through different struggles. And if their struggle related to the topic for the week, I featured them at the end of the week and did a little interview, and you get to read that. And I think one of them is actually on... Um, audio or video that you can listen to. So it just is really helpful to um, very good. use that. Okay, very good. First, we're going to jump right into the topic. Why is it so okay. important for Christians to actually write books? Why do, why do we even need to write books? I feel... Our story, you know, my story is going to be different than your story, for one thing. But then the other part of that is somebody may resonate more with me than you and vice versa. Somebody might resonate with your story more than me. And it just all depends. And if you feel a strong calling, and even if you don't feel a strong calling, it could be just like a twinge, you know, of, you know, right. this, I want to write this book about it. It seek God and he will help you because that's exactly what I do with all of my books is every time I go to work on my writing I pray over and ask God to give me the words to share and when you do that you'll be amazed at what comes out because sometimes I would write stuff and I'd be like wow I didn't know I had that in me and (laughs) some of it was just from the Holy Spirit speaking through me and giving me the words to share because like I said I feel like we um, all need encouragement. We need help. And if you have something mm-hmm. that you can help somebody with, then you need to be writing about it. And you never know. And it could be one person you're helping, or it could be 3,000 people you're helping. You just you never know until you write the book. And if all you do is help one person, it's worth it. So how do you get started on a book? I know that's a big old question, but how do you get started and what are some ways to kind of that's, pull your research together once you get started? That's a great question. I, I did do a podcast on that. So if you look on my website, you can listen to the full podcast on episode 104, but I'm going to go through real briefly the steps that I went over there. And it's, you know, Write down your ideas. Just kind of do a, what I call a free write. And write down your thoughts and get it out of your head so that you can then start to organize it. And then you're going to want to research, you know, it, do you need supporting evidence to go with that or illustrations to make your point? Then you're going to do that. So like with my devotional, I had a biblical person and a real story that I went with almost every day um, in those devotions. I have one or the other or both that I'm pulling in. So I have 
you know, biblical story as well as a real-life illustration of somebody current or my, my own testimony, you know, shared there. That's the same kind of thing. You may need a current story or if you, if, depending upon what you're writing about, if it's your business, then do you have what we call case studies, meaning you have somebody that you've helped in some way and you can share how you helped them and what the result was. So you want to have do that kind of research and have that there for them. And then is there something you want to teach in the book? You want your book to have a point. You just don't want to write, you know, some people say, I want to write a memoir. Well, that's great. But the, the market is flooded with memoirs. Your memoir then needs to have a point. You know, did you overcome something? Did you survive something? Did you, um, you know, create something? What, what is it that, why do you want to write this memoir? You need to make mm-hmm. sure it has some kind of point to it that you're going to uh, help people teach them something or encourage them through something, um, give them pointers in dealing with something. You know, if it, if it, have you survived abuse or addiction? You know, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. How did you overcome it? What brought you through it? If you're going to write about something, you want it to have a point. That's what's going to give it some meat and really keep people interested because if you've got them snoozing by page two, they're not going to stay around very long. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but yeah. you want to teach something. And then the next thing in, in the starting of the book is just to do what I call a framework or, or also known as an outline. And on this episode 104 page on my website, you can see there's a download you can do for the four steps to write the book, and it shows you how to do the framework. But essentially it's some questions to help spawn your thinking on each chapter and for the entire book. And so I encourage you to go there and download that. But that's, if you just go to the rightcoach.biz forward slash 104, it takes you to this page. And then you just want to write. Wow. Just want to write and get things out, W-R-I-T-E, just before mm-hmm. you make them R-I-G-H-T. A lot of people <laughs> think that they have to, you know, that, that, Writers just spit out this perfect prose, and it looks beautiful the moment we write. No, that's that's a myth if you think that. You just want to write. Get it out. Write whatever your thoughts are, and then you can go back and you can make it organized, make it pretty, make sure that the flow is good, make sure you're following your outline, make sure you're making the points that you need to make, you're using proper grammar, your paragraphs aren't three pages long, you need to break it up. (laughs) You have subtitles, you know, things like that. But the first step is just start writing after you've kind of written down your ideas, you've kind of made an outline, and the outline can be fluid. Don't worry about the outline has to be perfect. Because as you start mm-hmm. to write, you may think, oh, no, I want to put this over here or put that back there. And just for you all to know, Roberta's queen of this. Rearranging the outline. It is tough. It's been a tough journey. <laughs> Anybody wants to know. Oh, boy. Well, Joyce, let me ask you this, too. I've seen okay. um, from your podcast that some people have blogged their way into a book. Others have used journaling in, a, in, in the ways to get a book. Are those mm-hmm. possible approaches to it? Yes, 
and I my my thing, and I do have on here um, episode 202 is five steps to turn your blog into a book. And again, that's the rightcoach.biz forward slash 202. Um, you can look in that five steps to turn your blog into a book. And my only caution about blogging a book is you do not want to just you go make those blogs, make them great, make them you know to the point. But don't just throw them together and say, okay, here I've made a book. That's not how it works. Those blogs then need to be reorganized. They need to be, and either you can organize it and write the book out like you would in the blog, but still you got to remember a blog is for a small, you know, set of people. Um, You want it, it's for a specific time and place that you're trying to do, and what you write in a book may be different. So it may need more hmm. for in the book than it does on the blog. Because on the blog, you want to keep it to the point. You don't want to go on and on or you're going to lose people. But in a book, you have more time and space to expand ideas and explain more and give more you know, case studies and scenarios and illustrations and stories that support whatever you're writing about. But with the blogging, the book is that you need to do it one of two ways. Do it intentionally and have your blog topics relate to your book topics. Or if you've been blogging for a while or for years, go back and pick the ones that are related, but then you've got to organize that content and add to it to put it in a book form to make it correct. Because you may have some very valuable information in your blog, but you want it to make, you want to make sure that you are putting it in a way, in a book form that's interesting, and you're not just slapping your blogs together and go, "Yep, oh, here's my book," and there's no continuity or there's no theme or there's no flow to it. It just kind of jumps from one idea to the other. That is going to be jarring and not very exciting for people to follow through. So that's my caution with blogging a book. Yes, you can but be intentional on how you do it. I guess that's the same thing with the, the journaling. You have a pod, you have podcasts on the journaling. Would you give us the episode for the sort of the transformative yes. process of journaling? Would you give us yes, that? Our time that is winding was, up here. Um, <laughs> yes, her name is Kelly Snyder, and it was episode 205, and she and I talked about journaling and storytelling and self-care. And like I said, journaling is kind of how I started writing. Is It's how I um, started releasing a lot of thoughts and working, away through, working my way through some baggage in my life. And it was very therapeutic for me and helped me understand some things about myself and my family and just things I've been through. And so journaling, again, is the same thing. Yes, be intentional. Just write out your your thoughts, your ideas. If you've been through something traumatic, it's a great way to process those feelings and thoughts that happen to you. And then take some of those little snippets and those ideas, and then you've got to put them into a more organized manner of writing and something for a book. Again, you just don't want to what I call vomit words, throw them in a book and call it a book. Right. <laughs> you want right. to have some organization to it and a point again, you know, okay, you've been through something traumatic. A lot of people have been through something traumatic, not to demean anybody who's been through something traumatic, 
But you've got to have a point. What's your point? What are you trying to try to help people through? How are you going to help them? Can you give them some just suggestions or just share what you did, you know? I did journaling and I did therapy and I, you know, exercise helped me and whatever it is, you know, share the steps right. that help you. And that may not be the steps for everybody, but it may inspire someone, you know, oh, I could try that. That sounds really good. I wonder if that would help me. That kind of thing. So that's why, again, with journaling and blogging your book, it's about being intentional. The content's there, but then you've got to rework it for a book. And, of course, that's something I help people do. You're so on point. Give us your website again in our closing seconds here. Give us your website so that people can listen to these podcasts that you have and learn more about you. What's okay. your webcast? I mean, your um, your website again? What well, it's the right w r i t e coach c o a c h dot biz b i z. So that's as boy, Indian, and Z Z. Zoe. Great. <laughs> Thank Zebra, you, Joyce, for know. being. Thank you for being with us today, and, and we appreciate it. Again, this is Inspire Radio. I'll hear you next week. <laughs> All right. Thank you. Okay, Joyce. Thank you. All right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.